An entrepreneurial show where three friends geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of superjoepardo.com and indiepodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the co-founder of Sparent.co, and Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.global. This week, we are talking about elevator pitches, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. I have some examples of what not to do because I've made those mistakes myself. And I'm hoping that my two co-hosts here can can help fill in the blanks with some of their examples or examples that they've heard, or just point out why mine was terrible, <laughs> as I already know that they are terrible. So, Jen, how are you doing this week? I'm fine and dandy. Thank you, you for uh, asking. Are, are <laughs> we are we are we celebrating Halloween down in DC this year? Is that a thing, or they did they cancel it there? I guess it depends on who you ask. I think they're just being creative with it. You know, okay. doing things in a way that's more safe for everybody involved. So, you know, we're an adaptable race. You know, human race is an adaptable thing. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we, you can't take away our Halloween that easily. <laughs> we yeah, we right. will find a way to get the candy. We will find a way. <laughs> Sam, is Halloween a thing down in Australia? I don't know if I've ever asked. Uh, not really. Like, we do it a little bit, but it's not a huge thing. I wish it was. It's so fun. It is fun. It is, especially with kids, you know, getting to see them all all dressed up and all. They haven't canceled Halloween here, fortunately, but there's definitely some regulations that they're trying to impose, which I kind of understand. I mean, you're putting up a bunch of people walking up to houses and like ringing on doorbells and getting all, you know, narrow walkways that you're walking past other people. So like, I get it. I get it. It's, you know, we got to be careful. Be careful out there, people. Mm hmm. So happy Halloween to everybody since next time we talk, it'll be November already of 2020. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give some crazy, Almost crazy, over. almost over. Before I get started, though, I was talking with one of our avid listeners, Brent Basham, literally like up to about 20 minutes ago. And he was talking about how much he absolutely loves our show here. So what? thank you, Brent. Oh, for thanks, that. Brent. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. And how much he enjoys our opinions and our banter back and forth and all of that that comes along with it. So wow. thank you very much, Brent. Well, thank you. Well, oh, and he's he's here. Oh, and, and, yeah, and he... just like boom. Boom. We, he's like a wizard. You summon him and he shows up. <laughs> well, it was good. It was good for us, to, you know, for me and him to get to catch up because we hadn't caught up in a while. And, you know, he was apologizing because he's like, I don't get to listen to every single episode live, which I want to. But, you know, he has other me uh, meetings and things scheduled around the five o'clock. Well, hang on. People have lives. People. People yeah, right. Lied? Outside of listening to the business keys, it's wow. horrible. I don't know what they're wow. thinking. Okay. It's okay, Brent. You can't be the president of the fan club, but you might be able to be the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, good to I'm, know. Good to know. I don't know about this topic, Joe. Why? What's the problem? Can I just say I'm not even sure. Like. Do we need an ele like? Tell me, uh, tell me what you think an elevator pitch is, because and I'll okay. tell you why I'm confused by them. Okay, mm. Jim, what do you do? 
own a business. Are you wanting me to do an elevator pitch on the oh, fly? So, yeah, no, elevator pitches are so... Well, I, I'm just saying that it's, Gross. Not, it's not about getting on an elevator and like literally, you know, explaining what you do, but just being able to concisely explain what it is that you do so that somebody could understand whether or not they like say yes, no. And hopefully it's not a maybe because if it's a maybe to me, that means they're not going to be able to explain it to somebody else well enough to hopefully give you referral business. So, so you want to make people say yes or no, right? This is for me. This is not for me. And if they say, I don't know, then they might not know how to explain it. Okay. This is where I'm confused. This is where I have a problem. Where are you delivering this elevator pitch? Because honestly, I, I am never in front of anybody where I'm like, tell me now, yes, no, or maybe are we going to do business? That's not, oh, that's no, not no, no, like no, no, how, no, no. I mean, I introduce myself. I will yeah, introduce your, your myself. Inter, your introduction is, but I I'm guess, not is a better pitching way of putting anybody, it. But it's called, called the elevator introduction. It's called the elevator pitch. This is why I'm confused. Mm. Joe, explain mm-hmm. to me. So you want the definition of an elevator pitch? I want something. <laughs> yeah. What's your idea of an elevator pitch? Well, well, hold on. Are you What's Googling your, it? I Are you Googling you? Yes, it, I am, Yes, I am Googling it. But no, it, well, it's just a succinct and persuasive sales pitch, right? So no, it's not necessarily about a sales pitch, but it's about describing what's your 15-second introduction, right? So it's not about necessarily selling something right there. I wouldn't want anybody listening to this show to have to feel like that. that's how they get their businesses. Well, Joe, that... and beating people over the head with, the, with, here's my pitch, here's my pitch, here's my pitch. Buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. For the critic fans out there, but uh, you know, just being able to explain what you do in a short form is is extremely valuable, right? Because it's if people don't understand what it is that you do, again, they're not going to be able to say like, "Oh, I get it," and I might want to work with them, or I might not want to work with them. Or again, if they're stuck in this, I'm confused. Well, then they don't understand, and they can't even refer you somebody else to you for your for business because they're just like, I, I don't understand. Do you think though you know. that it's that it's like one one pitch or one phrase that we come up with, and we use that one phrase forever? Or actually, I'll give you my take on it. I think that okay. it's different for different people we speak to. I think that you need to know what you do, but then maybe that it is delivered differently to different people. Like I remember last time I came over to the States when we could, you know, catch planes to the other side of the world, <laughs> I was chatting to someone while we were getting a coffee in the middle of the night and she asked what I did just after she told me how she saved up all her holidays, you know, from work for all of this time so she could take this trip. So she said to me, what do you do? Well, I didn't. I told her that I help people so that they don't need to work harder to take longer holidays. Like I just match my what I do to what people are telling me. If I went into a into a networking event where there was a heap of corporates, they don't care what I do. Like, I just think that it needs to be a little bit malleable. Yeah, malleable. Hey, Jen's on my side. My day is made. Nor did I ever say that I wasn't up for the idea that you can have a different way of saying it or adapting it to the person that's in front of you. My point is, is that sometimes I think we don't necessarily get to the point where we have thought out 
the verbiage of what we're trying to explain well enough mm -hmm. to people so that they, and it's in terms that they understand. Here's a great example, right? Saying that I am a, was what was the term? Was it business optimization strategist, right? That is, well, that's a lot of syllables, right? And it doesn't necessarily really explain like the what that well, and it doesn't get to the core of like, of what the results are of what I provide, right? So then uh, I think that's more of along the lines of what I'm saying when like, how do you explain what you do in, in now it's easy, right? Like if you're like, oh, I'm a carpenter. Oh, well, I know what carpenters do, right? Or I am a dry cleaning company. You know, we have a dry cleaner. Right, but right? you still need a unique like, value proposition in there, right? Like, uh, and that's exactly what I was going to add there. Oh my okay. goodness, Jen, we're, right, we're in ahead. the same wavelength today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want me to keep? Uh, no, I'll just keep. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm also distracted by all the jokes that are happening in our chat. I know, I know. I can't even spell Molly a bull. I mean, <laughs> I think these guys want to like come on and be comedians. <laughs> so funny! You're so funny. <laughs> Oh, you didn't have something else to add on to well, that? Well, I could, yeah. I could. So with a okay. carpenter, rather than be the same as all the other carpenters, you could say that I'm a carpenter and I specialize in kitchen fit-outs or I specialize in whatever it is so that right. people understand what makes you stand out because I think that I hate the word elevator pitch. Can I just say? Oh, man. Why didn't we talk about pitch? this last week when we were talking? What the <laughs> because heck? The, because that doesn't make good. it fun, though. <laughs> if we're not arguing, we don't have a show, Joe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. We, I was just talking to Brent about this. And apparently Brent wants to be a comedian. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, you can have my spot here if you like, Brent. Have some practice. Joe won't like you very much. <laughs> That's what I'm learning. I can't even remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> You're talking about car carpenter and like specializing in something. And that makes sense, right? Like having, you know, being able to explain it in the sense of like, okay, we specifically just install windows, right? So we're like a contractor that just installs windows. We don't do all the other stuff. So like we specialize in just doing that. So like when you want that crazy bow window thing that everyone else is like, yeah, I don't know if I'm interested in, you know, going through the trouble of putting that together. We're those people, right? We're those people that are going to get that done. Something, you know, very specific and being able to explain it to somebody else in verbiage that they understand. And apparently Lisa Dawn, she gets nervous doing my elevator pitch. And, oh my, of and again, course. Me but, but, too. But again, it's not about <laughs> pitching. Well, I, I'm not viewing it as the sales pitch, but the proposition pitch, right? I, I think you said that, well, right, Well, that's Jen? the same thing, right? Proposition, sales pitch. I said I... Well... Because you're still like, you're still in that sales mode, right? Where I was like, I think a lot of times people interchange elevator pitch with introduction. I'm pretty sure like I'll go to networking events and be like, we'll give your 30 second elevator pitch. But really, they just want you to introduce yourself. Mm, um, you're mm -hmm. not like, you know, you're not, th I'm not there to like sell somebody on the spot. Like that's not how it's done. That's not how I'm going to mm. get business. But right, I want to be authentic right. and I want people to get to know me. But the problem, okay, here's the problem. I have so many problems with elevator pitches, Joe. I mean, they're canned, right? And there's something about like the canned elevator pitch that just doesn't come across as authentic and genuine. It doesn't open up, you know, for a real conversation and engagement with that person. Um, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm never, I don't feel like I'm ever in a room 
where I'm using an elevator pitch. And mm. maybe, I, maybe I'm not in the right rooms. It's, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I looked up a, uh, an article you're talking about the difference between a uh, elevator pitch versus value proposition versus a positioning statement. Oh, and mm-hmm. I, that, that's, right. So there's a, that's a term that hasn't been brought up here yet, mm-hmm. right? The positioning statement, though. I know, uh, Sam, you're big. That's on the words that I statement. use. Yep. Yes. So uh, so there is a difference. And maybe what I should have been bringing up was uh, maybe a position uh, positioning statement and, and explaining how you go about doing things like how you go about what you do, right? And 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 uh, what, explaining it to other people. Well, look, I'll put it. I'll put an example. I'll you know to put myself out there. Like when people Please. ask me, like, oh, what do you do, Joe? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have this, you know, indie pod, you know, podcaster thing going on, and I have, you know, I help businesses with their with growing their business and all those things. It's like, it, right. Yeah, I, so I mean, many that's things. how. Yeah, right. well, it's, too it's many too, things. Too many yeah. things. Yes, it's too. It is too many things. It is, absolutely is too many things. But being able to to make that statement in a more to borrow a word malleable entity of like, okay, so if the depending on where I'm at, who who I at least I think I'm talking to, they might be more interested. But sometimes you don't know what they're interested in because I have a broader mm-hmm. selection of things that I do, it, it does become hard. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about the elevator pitch or proposition s- statements or however you want to call it. As as Lisa in the in the chat said, well, doesn't matter what it is, Sweaty Pit City uh, <laughs> is, is, you know, it's a thing that I think that sometimes we, especially if we have small businesses that aren't a traditional like brick and mortar, like again, like I'm a carpenter, I'm a this, I'm a that, doesn't necessarily like you got to really give some thought to like yeah. how, explaining mm-hmm. how you go about doing the stuff, and I think that's really my point is is it can get kind of tricky if you're kind of blending so many different worlds together for trying to explain to people this is what I do, and then they can say yes, I like it and I might want to do something with it or no, it's not really like, it's not that we had to stop talking. I didn't position, you know, I didn't proposition anything to you as far as like a set, like, Oh, you know, you can work with me, you know, $15,000 just right now. Like we can work together. It's like, we just met 10 seconds ago. What are you talking about? Versus like them not understanding what you do and then not being Mm. able to explain it to somebody else to potentially, you know, grow your network long-term and have people refer people to you when they are like, Oh, you know what, Sam? I think you could work with Jen because you know what? Jen does these two things, three, one, two, three things. And that sounds like in our conversation between you and me, Sam, you know, you could benefit working with Jen. Totally Does that agree. make sense? Okay. Well, okay. I, 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 totally make I, sense somewhere. I, yeah, yeah. I okay, definitely, I definitely understand that struggle of trying to condense everything you do <laughs> in less than 30 seconds. So I suggest that you don't. You don't condense everything you do. I think you have to really understand who you're speaking to, your audience, Mm. and you really have to understand the value of what you do. Like what is the outcome that you produce for this audience? Maybe I think we all need to understand that. I used to try to, in networking groups, be like, yeah, I have a business and I also do these virtual events and a DC podcast. No. First of all, nobody cares. Nobody remembers. Nobody's, you know, nobody really cares that, you know, nobody does. And everybody has multiple things going on, right? So, yeah, you talk about the one thing that's most relevant in that room at that time, I think. Mm. I think, though, there's something else that we're all thinking is a bad thing. And that's Joe saying that he tries all these different things. 
I think that that's what makes us sweaty, just like Lisa was saying. <laughs> However, if we don't do this and we don't take action and we don't talk about things even when we're confused, we can't get feedback from people that we're around to see what resonates with them or to have them asking questions back that could be just that little extra bit that you need that makes sense so i think that a lot of people hold back and don't share what they do because they're afraid of people asking questions yep. but i don't think there's any other way to do it i think that's so true yeah you have to put yourself out there that's never comfortable no, never comfortable at all. And I think, that, and the other thing I wanted to say is you brought up your super duper fancy title there, Joe, that I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't repeat it. Uh, but a lot of people say your elevator pitch should inspire interest. I think just inspiring confusion isn't the way to inspire interest. Uh, and that's something that people do because when I go, I don't know what that is, nine times out of 10, I won't ask. Mm. Interesting. Jinx. <laughs> Interesting. But that's just me. And we all know how different I am. So it might be different for other people. That's just me. I wonder if we can call the elevator pitch something else. Like it's 2020. I think it's the year we can break a few rules. Like maybe it's the just we associate that term with something that, you know, makes your armpits sweaty. As Lisa said, and I don't know, I feel like it kind of falls into that used car salesman sort of mm. <laughs> like world. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like maybe it's a little, it needs a little refresh for 2020. Mm. In five minutes, what, what, should, what should we call it? <laughs> well, I, I'm not saying we're up for the task, but I, I was going to say, I don't know that we can do it this morning. Oh, it's actually not even morning there, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, in, in <laughs> it's morning somewhere. <laughs> in preparation for this episode, I came across a blog post that that did talk about sort of reinventing the elevator pitch, but they mainly talked about changing the desired length, which has been 20 to 30 seconds. And they were basing this on research. I'm sure you've all heard that apparently we have our attention spans have shortened to that of a goldfish or maybe even shorter than a goldfish. Mm -hmm. So he was advocating for an eight second elevator pitch. That's hard. That is That's hard. Super hard. That's really distilling what you do into about two sentences. Can you do it? Well, I think I have. <gasps> so, Let's so, hear so, it. it's, so to go from the remember, I can't remember what it is that you said, Joe, for 10 seconds ago about what I do. So, you know, to me, I started to distill down like, what is it like the what of what I do, right? So, going from like business, you know, growth optimization strategist or something to that effect and really just bringing it back to like, well, what is it that I do, right? Well, I work with profit. So, profit growth strategist for small, medium businesses. Was that eight seconds? I don't think it was even eight seconds. But no, it but explains. I, but it's, yeah, I actually right? like it. But, oh, oh, gee, oh my God, she likes something I'm doing. Well, Holy, mark that on the, I'm marking it on oh, my come calendar. Come on. Every, everybody, everybody I'm, make I'm a mark on serious. your calendar. Yeah, there you go. It's in there. It happened in 2020. Joe had a good idea. <laughs> Quote. Mark it down. Ding. Sam. Ding dong. Well, I know why she likes Repeat. it better because it makes more sense. Your your other title was like, I don't even know what he's talking about. This one, it's like, oh, I understand. Well, what, I know what profit different. is. Like, I know right. what that well, it means is. something different, right? To everybody. When you say growth or, or, you know, business growth, it's like, okay, but how, right? Are we talking about more locations? Are we talking about money? Are we talking about what are we talking about? Team? We don't know. 
it means something different to every person. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about profit, mm-hmm. there's boom. Because that's effectively. And then the how I work with those people is through working on their team, their offer, their process, right? The TOPs, you know, what I do. So, but that doesn't explain, like, that's too long of an explanation for just like, hey, mm-hmm. like, I, I work with people to grow their profit. Mm. I like it. So, yeah, like right? It. So, like, ding, ding, hooray. I mean, I, I literally <laughs> mark it on my calendar here. <laughs> Joe had a good idea. Now, maybe I should, I should more be more, I should write in some more details to that. So, I actually remember what Joe idea we were talking about a year from now when it comes back up. We I know help. you. You'll remember it, Joe. You'll repeat it back to me in 20 years. Hey, remember that day on Business Geeks? Oh, 20 years. Oh. That one time. Oh, um, There's a lot going on in the chat, guys. There's so there much. Is. Um, uh, so uh, Ross says, uh, elevator pitches seem abrupt. You haven't hardly said hello to someone. And all of a sudden, you're telling them about your business work skills. Did either, I mean, you probably didn't. I didn't either. Look where the elevator pitch actually comes from. Like, yes. where did that? Was, oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Dang. Came from uh, Hollywood Studios when they'd have yep. to pitch movie ideas quickly to potential producers in literally an elevator. Yes. So it's not about sell. I mean, you are sell, like you are selling an idea, but but you're not selling like something right there like buy my used car right like what like i was just trying to use the elevator like what are you talking about mm. um you they know, had a, a, it was taking advantage of the captive audience right and yes. and trying to inspire interest in their movie idea so i mean it's a cool origin story i can see how it translated over time to all sorts of businesses and then we ruined it because that's what we do we can't have those uh-huh. things that, that, we, ru- that's we ruin everything yeah, I think if someone gave me an elevator pitch and I didn't know who they were, I would be like pushing the buttons to get out really fast. <laughs> I'm going to take the stairs. Yeah. Floor up still. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it moves like day anyway. It's, it's, it's gonna, everyone's winning here. <laughs> All right. Lisa has some ideas here, Joe. How about a niche intro? Well, um, that would, well then we have the problem of do we say niche, niche. or niche? Oh, no. I'm already now I'm nervous could, again well we could do a whole show around that uh, it, no no it's pretty easy niche <laughs> niche, niche. niche. It's, it's like you're baking a quiche uh, well, 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 let's just say uh, how do you say aluminum aluminium yes I knew you were going to do that so many letters <laughs> so many letters <laughs> oh, um, uh, we could keep going there <laughs> or how about elevator pitch becomes equals niche welcome <laughs> i mean niche. i'm ready to call it fred at this point but um niche like itch did you guys know there's a <laughs> national elevator pitch championship <gasps> i mean i'm not surprised but wow no, I did, not know that. did you imagine how nervous that would be sitting even in the audience oh, oh yeah wow this energy going on there yeah, yeah. totally is that the cow one that you were talking about? The cow poly? I, there, you know what? There's slam? more than one. But people who win these, they, they actually, you know, get a lot of mileage out of it, it seems, in terms of being speakers and right authors and that sort of thing. Hmm. I was just surprised that there was a contest for such a thing. But then I was like, well, I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like shark, shark Tank-esque type stuff going on all over the place. Well, see, in an environment like Shark Tank, I'm like, yes, you need... You mm. need an elevator pitch because you're actually there with the purpose of trying to sell your product or at least get investor money. So, but I think that a lot of us aren't in that kind of room. 
on a regular basis. <laughs> but so that's why no. I'm like the elevator pitch to me feels very limited in terms of its practicality. I think what I want to leave this conversation with is you do need to be able to explain clearly what you do, but it's not going to be the same all the time. Yes. Right. And it's not the sales pitch, right? And that's right. and I think that's the important thing is explaining. Mm-hmm. And even in the elevator pitch, like you're explaining an idea within 15 seconds, right? You're not saying like, I'm going to sell you this idea and it's going to cost you $20 million. And oh, and now I have seven seconds left to explain the idea. <laughs> Stop the clock. Right? Exactly. exactly. Stop. The, just hit the emergency button and just uh, make it stop. Um So, yeah, so I think and obviously the more you do it, the more it gets easier to explain. But I think if you take some time to really boil down what it is that you do and really like focus it into as few words as possible that are as clear as possible to anyone that you're explaining it to, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. Oh, well, I hope so. And if you want to submit your video to our elevator pitch contest, where can they send it, Joe? (laughs) Question. Is it questions? <laughs> questions at uh, businessgeekspodcast.com. I, I know mean, he's going to enter Brent because he wants that elevator themed trophy. The elevator it's, trophy. It's going all in. Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the top, Brent. Take it to the top. <laughs> Straight to the penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> Where all the winners hang out with the pitch trophies. Yeah. I'll uh, be in the basement. They- <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Jen, you have a Grind My Gears this week? Yes, of course. Of course you do. Is anybody else? I I was going to say, it's Jen. Jen. I think think it's just you. I think you got the spotlight, but I'm excited because I can probably pile onto this one for you. Okay. Not for you, with you. (laughs) This is a story of my landscaping lady. And I say lady because I don't think there is many landscape business owners that are women as men. So when I found this landscaping company... I was so happy to support this small business. And I adore her and I adore the work that they do. They do great work. Here's the deal. It is so hard to pay them because every other time I enlist their services, they are either not taking credit cards. They don't have any sort of automated, you can't pay online. You got to call her personally at home during dinner and give the credit card over the phone. Now she's not taking credit cards and for the foreseeable future she's willing to drive to my house to pick up a check it's fine but she'll take a check she'll take a check Mm. or cash but what i'm saying is who does business this way it is so easy to automate online payments she doesn't want to pay credit card fees she says oh my god what you pay what she pay (laughs) you know she drives a big vehicle you know these landscaping vehicles are are gas guzzlers she drives her gas guzzler to my house to pick up an $80 check rather than pay what a dollar and some change and a credit card fee. She ate up that much in gas driving or not to mention the value of her time when she could, there's so many ways to collect money easily and to make it frictionless for your customer. So now as much as I love her, I'm actually considering going with another landscaping company because it's supposed to be a convenience, the landscaping company, right? It's supposed to be, you know, take some of the yard work off my plate so I'm not spending all weekend in the yard when I'm not that person that loves like gardening, you know, nonstop. So it's a convenient service and it's now inconvenient. Why make it hard for you? If there's mm-hmm. one business lesson I can pass on in this episode is make it easy for people to pay you. I make could not it agree more. easy, easy, mm-hmm. easy, easy. 
Yep. I could not agree more, Jen. Could not this agree breaks more. breaks my business heart. It breaks my small business heart when I can't do business with somebody I adore because they make paying them so hard. Well, you know, technology is, is hard. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. <laughs> well, no, just charge $81.34 and take the card. Take yeah. the card. <laughs> it's a cost of doing business. Factor it into your prices. It is also a business deduction for you, those fees. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is cutting off your nose to spite your face. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, like we like to manage all, you know, we have everything on like, you know, with our family, we use Amex for everything just because it's great for categorizing expenses. We get kickbacks, you know, we paid off every month. So we just, all of our expenses go through that one, that one funnel. It's just easier for us to track everything and budget. So for her to like to get in the, (laughs) you know, ruin our our method of like our finances (laughs) and making it difficult, it's really frustrating, Mm. really frustrating. Yeah. No, it, it is. It sounds like a first world problem, but I'll tell you, my landscaper is the same way and d- doesn't necessarily want to take checks either. It's wow, which, which is okay when the bill isn't like, you know, once it gets to a certain point, amount of money, it starts. I've to got a new like elevator a, pitch. I've got wrong. a new elevator pitch. I'm going to help landscapers build profitable businesses. I, uh, that's so that's so niche and I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can, I, can I say something? Can, Joe, can I say something about yes. your landscaper who only takes cash? Okay. I run yes. into this too. Where, you I'm know, sure you uh, particularly with like people that, you know, provide some sort of service to your home where they want to take cash. Okay. Yes. This is amateur hour business ownership. Okay. When you're only, t- because you think what you're getting one over on the government, you know, because you're not going to have to pay taxes because it's under the table. Okay. Well, what about when you want to buy a house or a car and you can't prove your income? And by the way, you live in a country that provides services to you. You need to pay your taxes. You know, tax dodge. I'm not telling you to pay more than your fair share. Get a good accountant, you know, that'll, you know, understands your taxes. And so you don't have to pay like more than you should. But to try to dodge, you know, making tax, you know, paying taxes. I mean, that is a, that's a, a fast track to loser town. Sorry, well, yeah, I, I mean, said it. Well, the, well, the, yeah, absolutely. Well, there was a, a famous uh, thing that went down in Ocean City, New Jersey, where one of the most famous pizza pop shop there was not paying taxes and it, it turned into a multi-million dollar problem. See, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay, yeah. that was two rants. That was two rants. I'm so sorry. I overranted. <laughs> okay. I okay. overranted. It's a, it's not overranting. You know why? Because I don't have somebody that that's going to take my lunch money this week. But Jen, apparently you do. So yeah. I'm more than willing to defer to you. Okay. Well, I might need help in pronouncing. It's the this business is called the Art of Sucre. Sucre, which sucra, I think is yeah. is French for sugar. French for sugar. Yep. Oh, yep. see. Okay, I got that part right. So <laughs> the reason I brought this company up, it's a small one woman show out of Ohio, and I am so impressed with her. Because what she has done is she's reinvented a simple candy that has been around forever, that nobody's ever done anything differently with, the cotton candy. And now her company, they do all sorts of cool flavors, and they have been hired by celebrities to do their weddings and their birthday parties because they have taken cotton candy to the next level. They have a cotton candy burrito that's filled with candy. They have, I think I mentioned crazy flavors. They even have a, a cotton candy bomb that when you drop it in champagne, 
or sparkling water, it like explodes into like um, glitter and confetti and makes just this whole show. So she is winning on Instagram. She is winning in life. Her biggest challenge right now is figuring out how to to ship cotton candy because it's very vulnerable to like moisture. So they're working really hard to be able to be able to ship their products. I'll be the first in line to order. I think these are going to make great customer appreciation gifts, just, you know, fun, unexpected, you know, treats. I don't know. I love this idea so much that she's sort of reinvented cotton candy. Just such a great example. Mm. of a small business doing their thing and her copy on her website is so cool it's so authentic yeah the only thing that's missing is a video of what you just explained the explosion thing that should be like right here like right when i I think so page i think so i think you know they probably have been a little bit bombarded by inquiries because they have worked with celebrities now and a lot of people want this product but they're like we can't ship it yet we're trying Mm. to figure it out but how cool how cool yeah very cool I see good is things the in the future. Candy special though, like is it's, it? Oh, yes. it was it just delivering it in champagne yeah, but, flavored. I was in. Oh, oh, oh is that what? The there's lots of different it. flavors. Mm-hmm. It comes in jars. Uh, okay. There's all sorts of things. Uh, huh. It's very special, unique colors and flavors for memorable moments. I mean, this is the bomb. dot com. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. How cool. All right, cool. Okay, well, I don't don't feel like I don't feel like you are feeling this product, Joe. That's okay. That's okay. No, no, no. I I see this at Ava's birthday party. Ava's birthday party. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. When we can have people at the house again like that. Yeah. uh, Right. I mean, when the time is right. But look at all the flavors. Merlot. Hello, Merlot. (laughs) I mean, orange bourbon, cotton candy. I'm here for it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Cheesecake. Speaking of chocolate cheesecake, there was, I don't know, did either of you see the Facebook post that I shared with about the cheesecake? Oh, is that the cheesecake in the apple? In an apple, yes. Oh my God, uh, it looked so, amazing. But I was like, so get rid of the I'm apple, just give me the cheesecake. Here. Yeah, right? It, yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be apple. The apple makes it too healthy. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they looked so good. Oh. Look, look, look at these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's right. Oh, what, it, what, what is this and where do I get it? So it's in what was it, what state was it Washington was it, was it Washington State oh no oh Northwest Indy Indiana wow wow so yeah it says the apple I don't understand why I put it in an apple other than to give it the form like yeah it's like an instant bowl yeah I, I love it this is the kind of thing have you ever guys ever dreamed of this of going on a diet but like getting ten pounds underweight. It's just so you could eat stuff like this guilt-free, like have 10 pounds to gain. I mean, this is like my, I've had this dream for years. I've never accomplished it. But if you ever wanted to do, am I alone on that? I just want to be 10 pounds underweight. No, you're not. You're not. I did it back in, I don't know, it was probably like 12 years ago or something like that. I would, I would get so low that I actually would eat. Eat your way back to health. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, look at her. She's like, so thin. Yeah, yeah. Women are like kind of catty. But and like, you know, I know you've been around women where they see another skinny woman and like, eat a cookie. I'm like, I want to be that girl. That's like a little like waif like, like, eat a cookie. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. I'll take you it. Don't, <laughs> if, if you say so. You don't have to twist my arm. You know. Oh, this it does look so good, though. Oh, um, it looks so good. Yeah. So, okay. That's who's getting my lunch money this okay, week uh, all right. is, is a company out in, and they're only $8. Oh, 
I'd pay 20. I'd pay 20. Yeah, right? Well, that's what I was saying to Melissa. I was like, if this was in New York, this is easily like 20 bucks, 20 to 25 Mm, bucks. Like, Mm. I mean, you put it on like the boardwalk or something, like you're getting at least like 15 to to 20 bucks for that, you know, easily. Joe, that comment reminds me of something you said to me last week. And I want to put it out there. I want to put your statement out okay. there to oh see boy. to see what I don't know what I said. No, no, it's, it's nothing bad, but it got me thinking, and I wanted to see if other people like felt this way. All right, so what Joe said to me was, "The hundred dollar bill is the new twenty dollar bill." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That, yeah, that, I don't want to take that back. That, yeah, no, no, it's not bad. But the hundred dollar <laughs> bill is the new twenty dollar bill. Agree or disagree? I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I don't know what the equivalent is in Australians. Uh, yeah, I I'm sorry, dollars. Sam. I don't have the... The AUDs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the 50 in Australia. Maybe I'm just making that up. Mm. Any Australians want to help me here? Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the point is, is that we now spend $100 as easily as we used to spend $20. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I spend a hundred dollars as easily as I spend twenty dollars. I really don't. Yeah, that's but why I, I'm thinking I, the fifty. I understood where you were going. Good mm. morning, Anita. Uh, Hi. Yeah. Isn't it? It's. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're right. Yep. <laughs> Is it? Well, you know, it's just like anytime you go outside the house, it ends up being like a hundred dollar a day. I agree with that. Like, I like do without agree with even that. like without even trying. Like it, you know, you spend twenty bucks here, twenty bucks there. You fill you know your gas tank up, and yep. next thing you know, it's it's like you spend a hundred bucks without even trying. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, billionaires! Wow. Billion- billionaires. I, I was not even aware that I was. <laughs> I only can say you're all billionaires here. Well, um, Anita, I hope you're our accountant. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I, I hope you're the accountant I've never never met. Um, I'll say the fifty dollars, Samantha. Okay, the canary uh, is the new lobster. The new lobster. Bring, bring it on! Bring it on! Yeah. Bring it on! The canary is the new lobster. Oh my goodness! I love it. The hedgehog is the new hamster. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, what? You know, we could be here all day with these, but yes. But we do, we do need to wrap these uh, this up, uh, up. here on yeah. the Business Geeks podcast. We will be back next week, same time at 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Tuesday, 7 a.m. Or no, it's 8 a.m. I wasn't looking at the actual thing. It's all thing. good. Yeah, 8 I just a, thought Tuesday, I'd look Australian Eastern Daylight Time. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share it with the business geeks, the business geek in your life, and send your questions and suggestions uh, to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. For Sam and Jen, I'm Super Joe Pardo. Have a great week, everyone. Happy Halloween. 